Do you know what the secret is to keep a baby's skin healthy? The secret is a diaper that doesn't leave skin wet. You've heard me talk about Pampers Swaddlers on our podcast many, many times now, and that's because Pampers Swaddlers is the diaper for healthy baby skin. Pampers Swaddlers absorbs wetness better than the leading value brand and provides up to 100% leak-proof skin protection and up to 0% skin irritation. And if you're a fan of Pampers, you've got to check out their new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes, which clean better than Huggies Natural Care and are five times stronger, so they resist tearing during a diaper change. With Free and Gentle, mess meets its match. And if you're like me and you love saving and getting rewarded for something you gotta buy anyway, like diapers, don't forget to download the Pampers Club app today and earn Pampers cash. You can redeem your Pampers cash for exclusive Pampers coupon savings and rewards. Try Swaddlers with new Pampers free and gentle wipes for healthy baby skin. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Welcome to ABG, Asian Boss Girl, a podcast for the modern day Asian American woman. My name is Mel. I'm Janet. And I'm Helen. This episode is sponsored by Alcohol-Free Heineken Zero Zero. We are in the month of January, and like the beginning of most years, this is a time when most people start experimenting with new habits in an effort to improve themselves. In recent years, it's become increasingly popular to do what is called a dry January, where people will take a break from alcohol in the month of January in an effort to reset and experiment with new habits. We have decided that this year, 2021, we will collectively be holding each other accountable to a dry January. Can we do it? Can we actually do this? Now, if you're a longtime listener, you know that we definitely work hard, and we also like to play moderately hard and have a good time. And alcohol is usually a part of our celebrations, hangouts, and fun nights out or in. However, as you've heard in our 2020 Reflection and 2021 Resolutions episode, the three of us are excited for a reset. When life becomes uncertain, as you've seen with 2020, honestly, the best thing that we can do is invest in ourselves. And we've been discussing incorporating more non-alcohol-related hangouts for a while now. So to kick off today's episode, where we are discussing going dry for the month of January, um, I'm wondering, have you ladies ever taken a break from alcohol before or thought about taking a break from alcohol? So for me, I never took a formal break from alcohol before. Um, I realize like I'm definitely more of a social drinker, so I actually only have um, drinks when I'm at a gathering or at a party. Um, even if I'm at a dinner with you know with a friend or two, I usually don't order a drink. I usually stick with water. But I will say the thought of intentionally taking a break from alcohol, even if it's at a small gathering, sounds really nice. You know, sometimes when you have like a mediocre goal in mind, whether it be like always wanting to make your bed in the morning or wanting to make sure that your laundry is not piling up and you say to yourself, I'm going to do this. But then in the back of your mind, you know you're not going to do it because of everything else you have going on in life. And you know it's such a low priority that it won't impact your life too much if you don't focus on it. That is me with taking a break from alcohol. I always tell myself that I'll take a break every January 1st, usually after a party, but I know I'm not going to prioritize it. So to answer your question, I've thought about taking a break from alcohol, but I've never consciously forced myself to. So I'm pretty excited about how this year is already starting off. How about for you, Jay? Ah, interesting. We're going in kind of order of um, thinking that it'd be nice to considering it. Um, And then for me, I... Uh, I actually, I have done a dry period or taken a break from alcohol um, every year for the last three years. Uh, so in 2018, I did a like a 30-day, like a month-long break. And then in 2019, um, I took a six-month break. And then last year, um, in 2020, I took a three-month break. So, um, 
you know, before before the last three years, I had also kind of considered, like Helen was saying, taking breaks, but it just never became like a priority. Um, and I just never implemented it regularly. But once I did it one time in 2018, I just found that every time a new year came around, it was something I kind of just wanted to do again. I just, I think that alcohol, like Mel, you're saying, you know, that it's such a socially prevalent thing in our generation, right? Like anytime you're going out, like it's, it's something you do with people and it's present in hangouts and, and everything. So I think that when it comes to a new year and I was thinking about New Year's resolutions and you're usually thinking about health and habits, it's kind of natural that like, you know, your consumption of alcohol starts to become part of the discussion. And um, taking breaks from alcohol is something um, I started also, I noticed I started discussing with friends as like people my age started getting older. So that, you know, when we started reaching our 30s and like lifestyle started changing, sometimes people start having kids or you even just find that you're older and like physically you're more sensitive to the alcohol and it's like harder to bounce back. Um, so yeah, maybe, maybe for those reasons, cause I'm a little bit older than you ladies that I have kind of actually gone through a couple of bouts of dry, <laughs> dry periods. How do you both feel about going dry for the month of January this year? Like, are you both excited? Um, do you feel confident in your ability to get through it? I'm actually pretty excited. And when we mentioned this to our close friends, they're on the same, you know, dry Jan, let's try this out, this alcohol-free train. So that makes me really excited too when our close friends are doing this with us. I think throughout my 20s, as most of you listening might know by now, I had a pretty stressful job and I would say that my personal lifestyle kind of matched that. Like every Friday, I remember that feeling of leaving the office and, and knowing that I wanted to let off some steam. But whether it's because of the pandemic and less opportunities to meet in person or because now with ABG, I feel like everything else is more leveled out. Like, yes, there is still a lot of stress at times with our podcast and we probably work over 40 hours a week most of the time but it's a different kind of stress I think it's a kind of you know stress where I'm excited to get out of bed and excited to start my day and so doing this reset with a dry jan feels natural for me for where I am in my lifestyle now I will say that I haven't been in many situations where I'm at a party without a social lubricant, which, you know, it's not going to happen anytime soon anyway because of, of COVID. But I do feel a little more sure knowing that at the very least in a party situation, there is alcohol-free drinks out there now, like the Heineken Zero Zero that will taste like beer too. So I'm excited to take on this sort of like reset, refresh in life, and I'm pretty confident that I can do it. Um, I, I'm just kind of excited to, you know, wake up more often early and just work out and, and feel good about myself again. How about for you, Jay? I definitely share your sentiment of uh, having a very positive feeling about this. Um, I am looking forward to this. I think that um, having done it for the past couple of years, um, but a year is also long enough for you to kind of like forget the feeling. So one thing for me, even though like this isn't my first time doing it, I do wonder how each time the experience is a little bit different and given that this is a brand new year um, and my, my work schedule and everything is so different, my lifestyle is very different now than it was last year or in past years. I'm kind of like curious how, how my experience might uh, differ. And also it's like in the past, uh, I've done it solo. So I've never done it in a group setting. And I'm, I'm wondering like, will it be easier? Uh, will it be more fun? Um, in the past, I think I just had like personal desire to do it. So it wasn't necessarily difficult, but I wonder if this will be a more like fun social experiment because we're doing it with our friends, you know. How about you, Mel? I'm actually really excited um, because I think January sounds like the perfect month to go dry. 
Um, it's like a month, like Helen said, to reset and set that routine and foundation for the new year. And, you know, I'm personally I'm someone that thrives with routine. I love structure in my life. And I feel like, you know, we, we kind of talked internally and we talked about our 2021 goals for the new year. But I feel like my excitement comes from knowing that I can actually jumpstart um, to, to actually take action on these on these goals and move forward with them. So I'm really excited to go dry this month. So for any of our listeners out there who are going through a dry jan or thinking about starting, you know, it's, it's never too late to start your dry jan. What are some activities, ladies, that you filled your time with this month or looking forward to for the remainder of this month and potentially beyond? In terms of activities, I don't know. I think like... I guess two activities that I already do, but I feel like will be altered because um, with the absence of like alcohol um, are like meditation and yoga for me. I have noticed that when I go through periods where I have drank, then my meditations feel a little foggier. Or it's like harder for me to like, um, to, to like kind of rest my mind. And then, you know, uh, alternatively then also when I've gone through periods where I'm not drinking a lot, like it just feels, it's a little bit more clear, you know, it's like, so I'm looking forward to kind of being more observant of how my meditation experiences will be for the next month. Um, if they'll be different. Um, and then yoga is like, that's just something I noticed that like when I'm not drinking as much, I'm just better about being regular at it. I think potentially just like it is a time thing, but it's also like an energy thing, right? And a motivation thing. Um, and and the third thing, um, so I actually recently started talking to a guy <laughs> and um, I was I was introduced through a mutual friend. And for those of you who have gone through pandemic and have been doing the virtual uh, video chat dates, one thing that hasn't really m- maybe changed about dating, even in pandemic, is like people still have a tendency to, you know, have a drink with them. Like they'll have a glass of wine or they'll have a beer. And um, uh, and I've talked about in kind of our more recent episodes how I think pandemic for me, I haven't really done as many like drinks when I'm when I'm doing the video chat calls because sometimes they happen during the day. Um, and I find that actually like I'm having more substantial conversation knowing that I've kind of just started talking to this guy. I'm, kind, I'm interested to see um, how like our dynamic might develop. Um, I'm excited. We're, we're all excited to hear how this plays out. <laughs> I mean, strangely, I actually, we had like um, our first call, it was like a two hour, like we did, I did end up like having a drink, but it took two hours into it before I like settled into a drink. So I'm kind of excited because I can see how like depending on the dynamic of the person, it may, it may be challenging, but um, yeah, I don't know. We'll see how this goes. You sound excited. (laughs) (laughs) How about you, Ms. Bill? Well, for me, uh, I think all three of us will probably agree to this. So right away, one thing I definitely want to continue into this month is I want to wake up early in the morning because I feel really refreshed in the early mornings. For me, early is like 8 8 a.m. I'm starting to realize how much time I'm giving back to myself when I start my day earlier. Um, So one goal of mine is to incorporate more movement because you know how much I love to stay in bed and watch my Korean dramas and just like live in my sheets. So one thing I started doing is when I wake up in the morning, I do a stretching or Pilates video. And I'm the most productive with this type of movement in the mornings versus the evenings where I'm like, all right, I'm lazy. The bed sounds really welcoming right now. So waking up early and incorporating movement is something I want to continue and really do more of in, in January. And speaking of, you know, more time to get to my goals for 2021, I want to read a book a month. And I got this idea from my younger brother who had this goal for 2020. 
And I was like, you know what? Like, I know I read a little bit last year, but I was like, it'd be nice to set like a book goal. Like one book a month seems doable. And I feel like when I give them time back by waking up early, I'll have time to actually read. The last thing I want to do with my time that I actually added to my vision board for 2021, and I think you two might want to join me, is I want to surf more. Um, We did a session last year and it was so much fun and I feel so my element in the water and it also helps me accomplish my other goals of movement for 2021. How about you, Helen? I love those. Those are great. Janet, you want to, you want to keep surfing, Jay? I don't know. Did you enjoy it last time? (laughs) I feel like surfing to me is kind of like how I feel about snowboarding. Um, I love it, but I'm like, I kind of get my fill and then I'm like done when everyone else, like I don't necessarily need like a full day. You know, so yeah, it's like yeah. I yeah, like I have a lot of fun and then I'm kind of like, OK, now I'm done. <laughs> but Mel, I love the idea of reading a book. You said a book a month. Mm-hmm. Um, have you thought about what book you want to start with? I started like 10 pages of a book, like or like barely a chapter, but I want to finish in. And for me, that will count as my book for this month because I feel like I barely tapped into it. So that counts. What's the book called? It's called Green Island. It kind of reminds me of Pachinko. Now we would love Pachinko. But instead of taking place in South Korea and Japan, it takes place in Taiwan. I just want to learn more about, like, I guess, like, the history of where my parents are from, like, the country. So it's about that. Yeah. Helen, do you plan on surfing with me? I I am so down to surf with you. I feel like that is a very fun sport, and I really did enjoy it, too. I, I love the beach, so any time that I can, like, be out on the beach is something that I'm always down for. Other activities that I've been, I guess, doing slash trying to do more of is spending more quality time with people. Like, that is one of my bigger goals for 2021. Uh, my family, fiancé, friends... I don't think I've ever valued and appreciated these people more deeply in my life than I have this past year. And, and this is something that I, I really want to focus more on this coming year. I guess as an example of an activity, like last week, Philip and I made homemade pizza. And this was something that we've been talking about for all of 2020. I actually have a text message with a group of people that we played Catan with, I guess it's now prior to 2019. And now it's turned into the pizza chat. But I felt like every time Philip and I went to buy ingredients, there was like a flour and dough apocalypse out there. All y'all listening, baking bread through 2020. So we finally made a sheet pan pizza. Uh, you can check it out on my personal Instagram, but it was so good. And I'm just like, we are not ordering pizza anymore. Oh, wow. Um, but yeah, so quality time, whether through it's through cooking or just other activities together, that is something I'm looking forward to. And yeah, I'll definitely have to make this pizza mm. for you ladies one day because it was very good same you made your own dough well we bought the dough but then you still have to like put it in the fridge take it out let it rise so it's like a 24-hour process process. oh wow i didn't know it's that complicated i think the next time uh we do it i'll want to try and make my own dough and add a lot more cheese but it was very very good (laughs) sounds amazing Mm, sounds delicious you uh, ladies actually just reminded me of like, cause since you were kind of reflecting on your 2021 resolutions um, and, and thinking about with the extra time what you would do, like something I, I am really focused on, like Helen was saying, in terms of fostering the relationships with people close to you. I had mentioned that I wanted to get on the phone with my sister more, mm-hmm. um, especially because like as a family, we usually depend on in-person meetings. And now with the pandemic, that's not really possible. Um, and so I'm thinking, OK, well, like instead of, you know, like af- after work hours, instead of like breaking out like some wine, I can like call her more. Mm, um, that's a good one. So that's like after 
after work after work conversations um, or you know even even other friends making phone calls I find that this year for some reason even though there's the illusion that everyone's been at home a lot more I found a lot of my friends actually their work got a lot busier so it was like mm. harder to make time um, so that's this might be a good opportunity to you know instead of relaxing solo with some wine I can socialize with friends via phone <laughs> yeah what are some tips you ladies are um, thinking through that might help keep you motivated in this in this dry Jan month? Hmm, a tip. Let me think. Uh, so my biggest tip for motivation is to remember that feeling of accomplishment or content when you're working on your goals. Like in the mornings, I had this moment when I'm just so thankful to have this time for myself before the day starts. And I hold on to that when I set my alarm the night before. I'm like, oh, do I really want to wake up that early? But then in the morning when I actually wake up and have that quiet, it's just like this quiet, serene moment. You hear like some birds chirping, but not super loud. It just sounds nice. And you're like, wow, I am very, I'm very thankful for this moment. So I try to remember that when when I'm setting my alarm the night before or, my, or I'm working really hard during the day, I'm like, oh, this, I feel like this work is never ending or like the day feels long, but I know that I'm working hard for that, those little moments every single day. So just remembering that feeling. How about you, Helen? Um, I guess I have a couple of things. Uh, for me, I think it's one, it's switching your mindset about what to expect in certain social situations. Like for us, usually when we have a gathering, it's a lot of dancing and active games. But recently, we had a very small gathering with friends, and we went around the table and talked about our New Year's resolutions. And I loved hearing what our friends were either struggling with or hoping to manifest in their new year. And having these deeper conversations with friends is the quality time that I'm looking for at this at this point in my life because I feel so much more connected to them, and I, and I want to hold them accountable to certain things and vice versa, have them hold me accountable as well. So switching your mindset is a big one for me to stay motivated. Motivated. And instead of focusing on what I'm missing, I'm focusing on the opportunity to sort of redefine and grow some of the relationships that might have felt more comfortable or stagnant or always kind of like, you know, stay the same with certain friends. And I would also say to stay motivated, like plan out your activities, even on weekends and weekend nights or times where you would normally fall into the habit of reaching for a drink without even thinking about it. For example, if after work or Friday nights is when you usually reach for a drink, like take control that situation and plan a drive-in movie night or a Zoom art painting where you all follow a Bob Ross video and, mm. and paint the same thing together. That's something I really want us to do. Or, you know, finally schedule some time for yourself to pick up that book you keep putting off because your work days are always so packed. I think just being more intentional with your time is, is super important. How about for you, Jay? Dude, I'm so down for that Bob Ross. Yeah, thing. right. That sounds yeah. like that's sounds Wait, like that. Tell me why. I just see Janet dressed up as Bob Ross doing a Bob Ross video page. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, we did do a couple of very interesting creative events as a group over Zoom. Um, earlier in 2020, uh, we as a group um, had a friend who decided to create like an invitation, and it was going to be like a. They, we picked a theme of food. It was sushi, so everyone ordered their own dinner, and then um, everyone had to come dressed up in some form of hat and you had to make the hat with only what you had at home so it was kind of a nice like you know a way to flex your creativity and then also to get online with all these people and because there was enough of like the activity itself was getting to dress up and you're all sharing a meal together um there was enough kind of like conversation around that yeah i remember signing into the zoom and all of us were cracking up some of the hats were hilarious do you ladies remember what hat you made or what you showed up in I used an old Halloween costume. It was like a loofah. I mean, one year, all of us, like, we, we made our costumes that year. So I was like, okay, I have this, like, 
I had this tool, so I like found a hat, and then I put the tool around my hat. So I showed up with this like big, like avant-garde, like Lady Gaga type of look. Ah, oh, I do remember that. Yes. Yeah. I think I used like toilet paper rolls and made something because we had so many leftover toilet paper rolls oh, for yeah. some reason. <laughs> and I made it. I forget what I did though. With do you remember? No, it was not memorable. Clearly, I feel I feel like you made some sort of headband situation type thing with the toilet paper rolls. Yeah, 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 yeah. that sounds about right. <laughs> I remember, because uh, I remember uh, Phil did a hat of mask. Oh, that's right. He hung the hanging mask around his hat. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He clipped uh, he clipped the face masks all around his head. <laughs> so for both of us, we were just showing up as 2020. Yeah, you know? yeah. COVID-themed, <laughs> COVID-themed hats. Yeah. Hella, I'm pretty sure you remember this, but Janet showed up in a modern day, like she had a fruit hat. And then in the middle of the Zoom, oh, yeah. she started picking at her hat as a snack. And everyone was like, everyone in the chat was like... Is it just me? Or are you noticing that Janet is now eating her hat? Yeah. Or fruit is disappearing from her head. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was trying to go for like the Chiquita banana lady type, you know, fruit basket or like whatever hat. But I only had like this, um, I don't know how you would describe it. It's like a hat that you would maybe wear to like a winery to block out sun. Like a brim hat. Like a brim mm-hmm. hat. And then mm-hmm. I had real fruit and didn't think that it'd be too heavy. And so I used like, <laughs> and I only had masking tape. So I like masking taped like an apple and banana and orange to my head. And it was way too heavy. <laughs> After, you know, we had been on the Zoom for about an hour, I was like, oh, I kind of want fruit. So, you know, let's, let's take a little snack. It's convenient. It's, con- it's fashionable and convenient. Yeah, that was great. The thing that cracks me up about that story is that like, I think everyone's just having a conversation, like, you know, casually having their sushi dinner. And you just see in the corner of this little small little box, like no comment. Janet slowly picking at her head and her hat. She didn't say, hey guys, I'm going to start eating my hat. She just started slowly picking at it. And you just have to like see it from the screen. So that was funny. But yeah, I thought there's so many different creative ways to like do group activities. I think another thing we can do, you know, potentially with the same group is like um, kind of like a surprise dinner where like maybe, you know, we pull all our names in like a hat or something and we each draw a name and we order dinner for that person. So it's like a surprise delivery. Like you don't know what it is. So that'd be kind of fun. It's like an element of surprise and you also get food. And then, or we could do some kind of scavenger hat. I don't know. Like, I feel like our, our group is pretty creative. We could come up with something really interesting. Um, the last thing is, like, a cooking challenge. I don't know. It revolves around food. But I feel like it'd be, like, how can you come together, you know, as a group? There's some ideas we could, we could do for this month. Those are, those are really great suggestions for the social aspects. Because even though in COVID, like, we're not meeting physically, right, people are still doing Zoom things. So I think that is a, a really good way to, like, make use of of like a community or people and activities to help you um which is actually going to be my first um like tip or thing is is like I said I've never done this with other people and I'm really thinking that having having you ladies here and then having our other friends to help keep accountable um is like a really great way to ensure and increase your chance of success through doing a dry jan right the second thing I think is kind of similar Mel you're saying like remembering the positive feeling um I think like I'm going to try maybe journaling more frequently and I've, I try to make a habit of journaling, but it's not always consistent. And so I'm curious that if I'm, if I'm tracking in my journal, like how I'm feeling over the course of these 30 days, I think during certain times where you might be inclined to slip or whatever, like going back and reading those experiences where you obviously will have had more energy or you did more things can help like 
remind you of why you should keep going. The other thing that I found helpful in my past dry periods was finding an alternative activity to do during the time that you would usually drink, which is kind of like what Helen was going through, right? Like planet activity. Uh, for me, it was more like if you're if you're someone who maybe is um, not looking to do a social event, you could also do something personal. Like I started signing up for yoga classes right after work um, instead of, you know, usually when I would come home and, and then and then like make dinner and have wine or something. So if there's like a certain time you know that you will usually you know lean for a drink or if it's like a Friday night um yeah just start start taking up another hobby or another activity that you can do in place of that um the other thing is at least for for if we're talking about the habit of like after work drinking usually that's something that happens at night and another kind of you know sometimes that that might blend into your sleep time or some people might kind of like have what they call a nightcap right like right before you go to bed but I'm thinking like one one of my, I think that we had also talked about in our 2021 resolutions was to have like better nighttime routines in order to have more like early mornings. So if you were to start establishing like things to look forward to in your nighttime routine, um, like, you know, maybe like a a small meditation, a face care routine, um, you know, like a bedtime tea that you'll have like an herbal tea, then the more that you do things that you'll look forward to that, I think it might also help like disincentivize you from like wanting to get a drink and then just feel like passing out you know yeah yeah so I think a lot of times um with it's really about just like your mindset with all of this too right like doing a dry January and beyond instead of looking at it as if you're missing something in your life it's like see it as an opportunity to really remind yourself and start focusing on fun things and enriching things that are actually quite important to you and all of times when you wake up early in the morning and get a good start to your day that is when you're going to have a good day so This is like one of those things where it's like make a little switch in your routine and this could have very long lasting sort of effects on your life. You both gave really great examples on how to stay motivated. I also want to add that, you know, with dry January, this is your chance to really create a daily ritual for yourself, like how Janet mentioned creating a better nighttime routine. For me, not only do I look forward to my early mornings, but I do believe that ending your night well and also early helps you wake up more refreshed. I will say that I might enjoy my nighttime routines a little bit more than my morning routines because I get to binge watch my shows. And so my nighttime routine consists of, you know, taking a hot shower and then I do my skincare routine. And then what I do is I actually put my phone like far away from me so I'm not disturbed. And then I like put on my show and I just get lost in content because everyone knows how much I love to binge watch my Korean dramas and my shows. And I like to do it uninterrupted because, you know, I could get into the fantasy and the storylines much more. I realize when I watch shows with friends, they'll just like kind of interrupt me or ask me like, what's going on? What, 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 what happened? So for me, I love incorporating just consuming content alone um, as I end my night. And for me, when I think about these rituals or routines, these are like little gifts you're giving to yourself. So I definitely look forward to my routines. Mm, just thinking about my nighttime routine makes me so excited. Helen, what's your nighttime routine like? Yeah, so nighttime routines. One thing that has changed for me this year for nighttime routines is that I will shower before dinner, which is so weird for me. I used to shower at midnight, which is probably really weird for most people listening in right now. But what ended up happening is that sometimes when we watch too much TV, like we watched five episodes of The Office back to back, I will knock out super hard on the couch and I'll be asleep until 3am because Philip can't wake me up when I'm in that mode. And then I have to get up and go shower and then go back to bed. And that totally messes up my whole schedule for the next day. And this happened so much during quarantine because I feel like you just lose track of time, you know? So I changed that habit up recently and it's been so refreshing. It's so nice. 
to be like, if I'm sleepy, I can just go to bed. <laughs> That's a good tip, actually. So what time do you shower then, Helen? I usually shower around like seven or eight now. And I think it's a good way to just break up my day. You know, like daytime. Okay, done with work. Starting to settle in. Let's cook dinner right after I shower. Let's eat. Let's watch TV. And uh, if we have more work afterwards, we'll sit next to each other and work. And if not, then we'll just keep watching a show. We've been watching The Boys on Amazon. Have you heard of that show? Heard it's really good. It's really good. It's about, uh, it's like a superhero based show. And it's very gory though. So if you can't do gore, it might be a little difficult to watch. But it is so good we watched three episodes in one night and each of these episodes is like over an hour so but yeah so that that is like one thing that i've changed up this january and it it feels nice to feel just you know more refreshed it's a nice little reset for my nighttime routine i think the biggest thing i'm realizing and processing from this conversation is which dry january the thing we're given really is time time to do whatever you want to work on time to do whatever like time to do whatever you want and i don't know if our other side hustler you know listeners out there, even for us three, this time also is for us to work on our own individual like creative projects, you know, like whether you want to do more meditation videos or Helen wants to make more pizza making videos. I don't know, like things like this or fitness videos. This is time for us to actually like be very, um, we say that we're intentional so much, but to really work on your craft and grow that creativity. Because I think another thing with creative projects is that um, like let's say for us, it's all three of us, maybe it's video that you get an end result. You get a final product that you're very proud of in the end. So use that time. Use this month to maybe, uh, I don't know, work on like your creative projects or things that you that you always wanted to try out but haven't, you know, haven't, got, haven't had a chance to do so yet. Uh, another thing that just came to mind in terms of a way to keep yourself motivated is um, maybe to think of some way to like reward yourself at the end of your month, right? And not necessarily in terms of rewarding yourself with alcohol, but just um, if you've done something to better yourself, I think that celebrating your wins is really important and something that like, honestly, I think that maybe some of it is cultural where we're taught to just like work really hard. And I feel like we don't really celebrate, right? It's like, oh, you got the A instead of celebrating the A. It's like, okay, then move on to the next exam to get the A or we'll reach for the A plus. Um, and that's something that in my adult years, I've learned to like, and I always say this with my friend Drushti, who was on that episode that because we both are this way, we tend to just like, you know, when, when something happens, we just move on to the next thing. But if it's in celebrating the things that you do that, um, really helps maybe to re or really helps to reinforce you to continue to take on challenges right yeah i agree it's so important to take those small moments to celebrate your wins i definitely feel you on that and probably don't do that enough for myself and i will also say that for any of you listening out there be kind to yourself throughout the whole process especially if you don't meet your goals or resolutions you hear about so many people putting so much emphasis and weight on resolutions i mean Changing up habits to achieve your goals is something that is difficult to do. I like to see New Year's resolutions as something that you can strive for, like a compass to set you on the right path. But if you have a slip up or if you don't meet those goals that you'd set for yourself at the beginning of the year, just know that that's okay too. And you are at least putting in the intention and the work to get to where you want to be. I definitely want to echo what Helen says in terms of the... um, it's not, you shouldn't think of it as like, oh, I messed up and then now it's like all over and you throw in the towel, right? I think a lot of um, a lot of what being able to meet a challenge is, is to continue when there is a hiccup. So just because you slip once doesn't mean then that, you know, like the rest of the month should be shot because every day that you are continuing to do the challenge is another day that you're getting more time. So Exactly. 
Thank you for joining us on this episode where we discuss our dry January month. If you also plan to go dry for a period this year, leave us a comment on how it's going or if you have gone dry in the past. Share your tips with us. And if you want to support us here at Asian Boss Girl, here are some ways you can do so. Follow us on Spotify, subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, leave us a rating and review, and share this episode with your friends. And if you'd like to support us through monthly donations to help keep this podcast running, you can do so at anchor.fm slash asianbossgirl slash support, or get some merch at asianbossgirl.myshopify.com. We are also very active on social. Our handle is at Asian Boss Girl. If you resonated with today's episode, let us know in the comments of our IG post. And if you'd like to put faces to our names, you can find us on YouTube, where we share vlogs, an audience Q&A segment called Dear ABG, and much more. Thank you everyone so much for listening, and we will catch you on the next episode. Bye! Bye.